All right, welcome into the first episode of the LaughCast. I'm your host, Chris. And just before we get started, I want to kind of give you an idea of what this is. It's going to be a podcast where, you know, we kind of have a good, you know, we have a good time. We share some laughs. We talk about things that we love. That's most importantly what I want to talk about, things that we love. So for the first episode, I have brought in two friends to talk about something that we collectively share a passion for. That would be, I would say, as a group, as a collective, our favorite artist. If you were to average it all out, I think it's our favorite musical artist. This week, we're talking about Taylor Swift, and joining me is my good friend, Andrew. Hey there. What's up? Oh, living life, and this is the best way to spend a Saturday morning I could possibly think of. <laughs> I know, it's it's only one, you know, no, Saturday one o'clock, afternoon. Saturday afternoon, one o'clock in the afternoon. Granted, I'm not usually up at this point, so, like, I'm having a great day. And our second guest would be my other friend, Meg. Hello. Hi, how's it going? I'm pretty good. All right. I got my coffee. You got your coffee? Ready yep. to go. Yep. I'm glad you could be here. <laughs> I already did all my errands today. Woke up nice and early. Wow, a really productive yes. day. Yes. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the way this is going to work, we're going to break down our top five Taylor Swift songs per person. Uh, the way we're going to do it is I'm going to go give my five, four, three, then one of them, uh, Meg, will sure. give her five, four, three, sure. then Andrew. Uh, then we'll each give our two, and then we'll each give our one. So that's how we're going to do it. Uh, so Andrew has written a beautiful yes. summary Stunning. of Taylor Swift's career. Uh, so I'm going to let him uh, have the mic and have that. Thank you, Chris. And this, I want you to know, this took me a very long time to write. I took so many, so many minutes, like 10 minutes leading up to this to do this. Uh, <laughs> So megastar Taylor Swift requires no introduction, but we're, we're going to do one anyways here today. Um, the winner of 10 Grammy Awards, she's one of the world's leading contemporary recording artists, and her career has spanned both the country and the popular music genres. Uh, she burst out onto the stage in 2006 with her eponymous debut album, uh, a beautiful tribute to the emotional struggle of young love. The album demonstrates a powerful ability to weave personal stories into songs that evoke universal reactions. Um, her subsequent albums, Fearless and Speak Now, captured a generation with songs that embodied the struggles of growing up, falling in love, and discovering one's true self. Uh, in 2012, Swift started to transition her sound, culminating in the iconic pop, pop albums, 1989 and Reputation. Filled with powerful anthems and brash confidence, their contrast with previous work uh, shows a growth of a woman through adversity. Uh, the can of work overflows with songs that move us and shake us. But the work is not yet done, and we look forward to the next twist in this musical journey. Beautiful. Right, Love back, it. Back to you, Chris. All right. <laughs> so my process for this, um, as I get into my top five, I went through each album and most of her... Uh, singles. Yeah, singles, songs that came off of soundtracks and whatnot. Um, and I was just kind of like giving sort of a pass-fail to create a short list of songs. And I went through all six albums and a handful of other songs. Uh, and I had narrowed it down to 45 songs. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I have written here, my initial you know, mm. writing says short list. And then I ended that and said, okay, not that short. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I had seven off of her first album, Taylor Swift. 
Uh, six off of Fearless, seven off of Speak Now, nine off of Red, seven off of 1989, six off of Reputation, and three other songs. I then went through, mostly last night, the very long process of narrowing the 45 down to 15, and then I narrowed the 15 down to my five, and then I ranked those five. So we'll get to that. My number five song off of the, excuse me, off of the Red Bonus CD. Uh, I have The Moment I Knew. Uh, that song uh, did not chart. It was not a single, so it didn't chart on the Billboard Top 100. For me, sad song, but I love this kind of a reveal of information as the song goes along, where she talks about uh, they're all laughing, and she's looking around the room, and then the next uh, verse is they're all laughing, asking me about you, and then the final one, it's, they're all standing around me singing happy birthday to you. So you realize as the song, you know, she's looking around for this person that she loves and you kind of get this reveal of it's her birthday. And she said in an interview with uh, Yahoo Music that it was her, this is based off of her 21st birthday and a guy who didn't show up to that. So it's a real sad reveal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you can really fear it, feel it, particularly in one uh, set of lyrics, which says, uh, what do you say when tears are streaming down your face in front of everyone you know? Uh, what do you do when the one who means the most to you is the one who didn't show? Um, sad song, but powerful, and I love that kind of emotion that is really present in this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely one of my... Obviously, one of my favorite Taylor songs of all time. Uh, four, uh, I've got The Story of Us. I uh, speak now. That was, that was a narrow down for me. I narrowed down. Yes, it I've didn't got, make it. It didn't make it. Okay, it make it. that's understandable. There's a lot of music here and a yes. lot of really great songs. I had it written down that she had... That was my number six. Yeah, that was the last Ooh. one I eliminated. <laughs> I have it written down that she had, she's had five number one songs on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, we are never getting back together. Shake it off. Blank space. Bad blood. Remix. Uh, and look what you made me do. Are all of her top five songs. Um, and five of her albums went number one. Every album except for Taylor Swift uh, went number one. Like no one knew yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her, <laughs> and that one, you know, peaked at a you know a modest five. So, <laughs> all right. So moving on. Like I said, uh, story about my number four. I peaked at forty-one on the Billboard one hundred. Um, I love the sort of quick pace of it, rock, a little bit of a rock and roll pace to the beginning of it. Love it. Uh, it's the first time I can remember, um, and I have this in quotes, a little term, called Taylor Talk, where she talks a lyric in a yes. song that she's so good at yes. and I positively love. And it's just like she ends one verse of this where she goes, next chapter. I love that. I love yeah, that, what she does. That's what you felt in the car. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love that song. Um, Isn't that the one where she's in the library too? Yes. Yes. I'll take your word on it. She's in the library. It's a few ones. Yeah. I felt really old old looking up the songs from the first couple albums because when you. 10 years ago? 10 years ago, when you look them up on YouTube, they're four by three. Standard definition video. That means nothing to me. Like, well, (laughs) like this computer screen is 16 by 9, so it's a rectangle. 4 by 3 is like the old. Like, if you're watching on a TV, it would have like black bars on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number three, and this was a shock because going into this, I had this. This is number one. Mm. I'm already positive. I don't have to worry about what my number one song is. But then as I was doing it, I'm like, wait a second. No, this is my number three song because there's two I like more than this. And that is Today Was a Fairy Tale. 
Another one with my narrow down. Oh, it was so close. I think this is one of the first Taylor Swift songs I ever really heard and knew. That's why it comes off of. It's peaked at number two on the Billboard, and um, she wrote it for Valentine's Day soundtrack, right? Which I when we listen to the song, it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And so the songs in the movie. I really don't like her in that movie. She plays a certain character that I don't like. Yeah, I don't yeah. like. I don't dislike her, but I d- dislike the character. Yeah, oh my god! Like <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed Valentine's Day. That was yeah. like, the movie's good. I just don't like her character, <laughs> or I don't like seeing she, her she's as that character. Dizzy high schooler that you want to hate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't love that. Uh, like I said, really thought this was gonna be number one. Just leaves a happy yeah. feeling in me oh, when yeah. I listen to this one. Great. Happy Taylor Swift song because I realize there's a lot of sad Taylor Swift songs on my list, but um, you don't know that there's a lot of sad ones on my list. Oh, I thought you meant that. You don't know that yet. No, I don't. Um, uh, the acoustic guitar at the beginning is great, um, and there's like one little like bass note going into the chorus, which I just love. Mm-hmm. And great song. Happy song. Nope, I'm not going <laughs> to pretend to the tune. Yeah, so that's my five, Three. four, three. Okay. Yeah. Thoughts or we'll get to yeah. Yes. Um, well, obviously, I agreed with two of them. <laughs> exactly. To be almost on my list, almost. I did the same thing. I had, I had maybe twenty to start with, and I not, I got rid of you know eight or nine to finally get down to my final. I know that math didn't make sense. No, but you have twenty minus <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do the math, but uh, you know, I have them down here, and I, I had to cross out quite a few, which mm. hurt a little bit. Yeah, you know, you're just crossing it out. Yeah. You're like, I'm I, so sorry. Andrew was like, like groaning in pain yeah. on the couch like half an hour. Well, oh, there are yeah. some great songs that I was crossing out. And it's yeah. Just like, yeah. Well, it's like you but. cross it out, and then if you really think about it for a long time after, then you know you made a mistake. But well, music I, is, I was able to move on. So. It's subjective too. It's like mm-hmm. and different points in her career have different high points uh, in terms of like she wasn't as strong lyrically in like Taylor Swift and you can see her growing over the course mm-hmm. but then you have some really raw emotional pieces from from Taylor Swift the original album yeah um, mm-hmm. so it's balancing I find that a lot with like artists is like there's often a, an inverse relationship between like rawness and the sort of polish and creativity mm-hmm. that sometimes you can get so like yeah doing that I did love what you were because I think uh, in your first song, you were talking about how she, the birthday party and how the discovery of those events. Yeah. And it's this very personal story that comes from something. And that's something that I like about her work, too, is that the stories are very specific. Like, yeah. these are, especially in the earlier albums, they're not generic um, surrounds that fits anything. But then the themes that they have are, are universal because everyone has that feeling of like, Everyone, everyone can relate to her. Yeah. Well, and like specifically in the first in the first song that you mentioned, being at a party and having someone that you want to be there not show up, like that's something yeah. very useful, universal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's get into yeah, this. Uh, okay. Um, that actually connects pretty well to my number five song, okay. which is Love Story from Fearless. Mm. Because I know it is just Romeo and Juliet, but. You know, she was she was doing an interview saying how she was only you know 15 at the time. She didn't actually have a situation to write a love song about, so she just knew she just picked something that was like the greatest love story of all time, and she you know made it her own and she twisted it around. But it's still just like it was probably the first song I really like had heard by her on the radio, and I was just like, oh well, she's really cute, and 
I don't even like country. Why am I enjoying this? <laughs> you know, I, it's interesting because I, I don't like country at all. So to, for me to get into her on her country album was a little strange. But the song is still, it's just really, really fun. Um, I don't know. I feel like it can connect to a lot of people, too. Yep. Made my yeah. top 15. Yeah. yeah. This is my top 10. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's number five. Number five. So then uh, number four is We Are Never Getting Back Together. Ooh, which a lot of people probably wouldn't have picked. I like the song, but I think it, I couldn't put it that high because I think it it really they overplayed the crap so, out of yes. it, <laughs> and I couldn't my, separate that. A lot of my songs, actually the rest of them, are not radio hits, mm. and I don't like picking radio hits as my favorites because you know it shows you know it's like am I just picking something that's off the radio, but. Um, at the time, so when the when the song came out, when the album came out, I had just broken up with a three-year relationship with a guy who wanted to get back together. Mm. So it hits on a personal level, which you know it, it sounds it sounds generic, but at the same time, it was like it was just kind of like you would hear it, you would hear it, and you're just like, well, that's what I needed right now yeah. to listen to. And uh, she, I mean, she's very powerful in it, I I think. And you know, when I listen to it, it you know, it makes me think about, like, did I make a mistake? But it's like, no, she's staying strong, I'll stay strong. Mm. You know, so just like at the time, it, it felt right. So I've always, you know, I still play it, and I still think about how I got out of that, and it made me happy. Yeah. So that's my number two. Number and then, four. Sorry. I'm, yeah. No, <laughs> on my list here, I have been going down in this order, which I probably shouldn't have done. <laughs> So that was number four. Number three, which is going to be in the middle anyway, uh, is New Year's Day. Oh, I love it, love because it, Because it, it just, it's so sweet. Yep. It really is. I There's just something about an artist and a piano or like an artist and a guitar where it's just like, it's just them. They can't hide behind anything. You can listen to how good they actually are. Yep. I think I think it was just, it was just really sweet. And every time you listen to it, you're just like, it does put you in a good mood yep. too. It, also, I find it's very different from the rest of the yes. album. Yeah. It's, yeah. And not a lot of songs are about, like, New, New Year's Eve night, which we all spend together every I year. I love really New Year's sweet. Eve. Yeah. And when you two were sleeping in my living room, I scared <laughs> I hated blaring this. I listened to this on the way to the iPod the next morning. I debated. I was like, should I just like blare this in the living room right now and wake them up? But we wouldn't have heard it under all this blanket. So that's my that's my number three. It just it doesn't you know it doesn't really connect anything. Well, it does. I guess it does connect something in my life. But it's just it's really sweet. Mm, agree. A lot of my favorite songs by my other artists are just them and the and the piano. Yeah. yeah. I think it's something she does so well. Yeah. piano songs. I've got yeah. one that's. Very, she's on acoustic versions of it, concerts and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I it's like it. on, on her hits, sometimes you don't realize how good her voice is. Yeah. But on these, you do. All right. That's a solid solid first three. Feedback. Yes. Feedback? Hit, hit, hit me with it. Although I heard it on number four. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but I found with the. So with Red and Going On. I really diverged. I found certain songs within the albums. I liked it. Red was not my favorite. Really? It was not my favorite. Red is my favorite. I know it is. Far and away my favorite. 1989 is my favorite. Okay, so you're you're like full transition. Yes. I'm with Chris. I really did like, I liked, but I'm I'm the other way. I like the full country and then Red Mm -hmm. is probably like second after after those. Maybe Um, because I don't like country. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, but yeah. But even even that. I <laughs> I considered putting on what's the good one? Um The what one? Oh, I knew you were trouble. I knew you were trouble. Uh, <laughs> I just yeah. didn't know. That one. But um yeah, that one though I associate that one and your number four mm. in my mind in terms of their style. Yeah. Yes. And I don't okay. know if because I've seen the goat move video so many times. But if it's negatively impacted my view of that song. Yeah. What do you mean by the goat video? That's not. Oh my gosh, you haven't you haven't heard uh, I knew you were trouble when you walked Oh, when the sheep sings yeah, the yeah. Oh. hard ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, okay. I, yeah. I wasn't gonna do the goat. <laughs> that was about as close as I guess. Oh man. Yeah, it's all the solid picks. I, I I loved how you connected to personal events in your life. Yeah. That's, I mean that's how the song becomes your favorite. I think it. Yeah, because otherwise it's just notes and words. It's it's how you connect it. Yeah, to your own it doesn't mind. mean anything to you. Now we get an Andrews, which <laughs> I, I wish the listeners let's, at let's home. Let's one clip back to page one of this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the audience and all of the listeners at home could see this it looks, notebook. It looks like the the prince's book in Harry Potter with the scribblings around all of the <laughs> around all of the edges. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Should I talk a little bit about the methods of madness first? Sure. That Absolutely. So, so they can envision this a little bit. So essentially I have four columns. I have the name of the song, I have a column where I write the music and a column where I write the lyrics, and then I have a note section. The general idea was I wanted to try and create some sort of numerical value on the songs. So I gave five points for music, five points for lyrics. And um, completely arbitrary as to what I was thinking. Um, so I, I then went through every song in both in three of the albums. I got up to <laughs> I got up to red when I really started just picking my favorites because it was taking me hours and hours to get, to get through and rank everything. Uh, dedication. Yes, it, it, it did, it did. Um, but it was it was a great journey because it forced me to think critically uh, about the songs that I was going through. Um, and it sort of gave me a logical framework because it can be sort of overwhelming to go into a project like this. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what it is. It's just like this scrolls and scrolls of like song names and <laughs> rankings and stuff. Um, so essentially at the end I thought I was like, oh, I'll take like the, all the sevens, eights, and nines and, and that'll be my thing. And I'm like, no, I can only do the nines and the tens and that got me like 20 songs. <laughs> So I, I then took those and completely arbitrarily pared them down, um, just crossed them off, and then landed on my top five. So let's go with number five. And this one, I, I went with a big radio hit. I went with our song. Um, mm. It's just that class, the screen door references, the, it's just the ultimate Americana. It's pretty high up there if you're thinking of, like we're talking about happy swift sad swift songs yeah. like it's like up there on original the, the original <laughs> happy swift songs yeah the original album um and that's sort of so obviously all of her songs or a lot of her songs take place in the various parts of relationships falling into it out of love and i just love that this one was probably completely unbridled joy of mm. discovering moments and secrets with another person, um, and then uh, warmth, the warmth of the song. Yeah. So that, that's going to be Yeah, made my initial cut down. It made your initial cut down. <laughs> 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 you guys aren't going to judge me too hard. <laughs> I'm not going to judge. Okay. Number four for me. I really like that you're hiding them until. <laughs> <laughs> I have 
a sheet of paper so they can't see, see my <laughs> other picks. I want it to be a complete surprise. Very Yes, it's a good reveal. It's like the, the game show with the masks and take off. Who is, who's singing? Um, <laughs> 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 Next, number four for me was Teardrops on My Guitar. I, went, I had to go classic again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so again, I feel like this one in combination with our song, those are these are the two big songs that came out of her first album with. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of the unrequired love, the image of, you know, you're the reason for the teardrops in my guitar. Um, there's a part about the song I keep singing, I don't know why, that metaphor relating it to like the popular songs that stick in your head. I don't know, it, I, I'm one of those types of people who tend to fall in love very quickly in terms of when I, when I like someone, I really like them and I can't get them out of my head. So in talking about those personal relationships that we have to songs, this one made me really think of. If about they have a dog, he'll fall out of love really quick. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Sorry. Oh, it's an inside joke. I don't know why I heard that. Gosh, it wasn't just because of the dog. <laughs> there are other reasons. It's <laughs> um, so. From my first two, I'm just, uh, the classic Swift. They are farther down on my so of my top five. These are the only. Taylor Swift album songs that made it into my top fives. And that was part of the evolution that I noticed from Taylor Swift into Fearless into Speak Now. I did some stronger songs I found were in Fearless and, and Speak Now, but these, like I was talking earlier about the rawness, I, I feel like they had the rawness and some some good punches. All right, number three, we're gonna take a jump here, and that's gonna be Red from the Red album. Ooh. Um, so for this one, I I think it best embodies that transition. Like this song to me feels completely smacked out in the middle of the pop and the country. Yeah. Yeah. I do. But then I also loved lyrically her use of colors. Uh, again, she's a very visual mm. singer in terms of she gives us a lot of images to work with, and this sort of is the sort of a cap- captures that. Um, those lyrical choices that she tends to make, and it just uh, it's just it's powerful. It drives, um, and I, I had to include one red because that's the I think that's the only, that's the only Taylor Swift concert I've been to, and Chris and I went to it together. Um, yep. that, <laughs> which is well, I, it, it was a special experience, Chris and I. <laughs> Were we really we friends at that point? We might not have been. Uh, yeah, yeah, because that was twenty twelve. If, if it was twenty twelve. Back to my number four hit. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, we would not have really hung out yet. That was DM or pre Yes. But that's, well, we're sorry you couldn't have been there. You yeah. might have been able to see it. Was, uh, First off, right. <laughs> Chris and I dressed up in red, as you do when you're going to a red concert. <laughs> that's true. And we showed up, and I think we were the only boys there who weren't to- toting along a girlfriend or a daughter. Uh, a daughter. <laughs> No, she wasn't with us. <laughs> she wasn't with okay. us. She bought tickets after us okay. and happened to be close to us in the same section. So was, we, we hung out with them a little bit. And yeah. there, there were videos from that that Chris took on his phone. I haven't seen the light of day. But they had to be <laughs> deleted because all you could hear yeah. was Chris and, my, Chris and myself screaming and singing. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard enough concerts where I don't sing along to my favorites. So well, I you're recording <laughs> yeah. we, we did not learn that lesson. Um, well, we did learn it. We, <laughs> we did. But yeah, so red, the Red Album will always have a, a sentimental place in, in my heart. Yep. Um, so that's my top three, or my my bottom three. My bottom three. Five through three. 
I'm not too surprised because I know you love early Taylor Swift. So to have two Taylor mm-hmm. Swift songs on your Taylor Swift list. Um, I really don't like it when artists name their first album their name. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of confusion. I don't like that one bit. Um, but I'm not surprised that there are two songs for that album. The red is a good song. I love the I love the colors. You know, mm-hmm. use the colors in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Love it. Good song. It was almost I was, I was up there with um, State of Grace was pretty high up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was looking. I was like, I wanted a red song on my list. Have you yeah. listened to the acoustic version of State of Grace? I feel like I have. It's on the bonus CD for Red. Oh, I don't know. Probably doing that better than the just the album version of it. Real good. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Yeah. Any acoustic version I find is better. Yeah. Better. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I'm also like a. I love a power ballad. I like something that's right. <laughs> 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 power ballad. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess I'll give my number two, which I have. Uh, from the, I believe it's 1989. Uh, why didn't I memorize these beforehand? Oh, man. Uh, it's 1989. Okay. It is Clean. Really? Yeah. I love Clean. Um, I might hurt your feelings. That is always a skip for me. Always oh, a skip. Oh, oh it's definitely so oh, it's not a skip for me. I think it's just, I like the the imagery of the rain kind of washing away the, mm-hmm. the pain of the past relationship, the kind of using or viewing love kind of as a or like that relationship hanging on to you kind of as like you know a drug or an alcohol and like getting sober by giving it up uh, I love that I love the xylophone at the beginning <laughs> um, and I have I have a friend who really really doesn't like Taylor Swift and she says this is one of her favorite songs and I just I just I don't know I just love just the sound of this song Kind of that power, so thing. Dang it. You associate it with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't associate it with a girl. Okay. Um, just, uh, I don't know. Like it a lot. <laughs> All right. Rain, yeah. yeah. The rain imagery does come, come up a lot. Rain goes through your song. But with renewal, uh, it's cleaning, and it's. So I, I, I can see yeah. it. I, 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 I've written similar notes on other songs. To me, it just sounds like I don't know other songs. It didn't. It didn't really stand out to me. How many songs did you have with xylophones? <laughs> <laughs> what did you know? So did you, did you get points for like songs that didn't follow the less traditional structure? Because a lot of her songs follow the the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, yeah. bridge. Um, like, I didn't get points for anything. I, I didn't go statistical. <laughs> You're the only one who created that rating system. That wasn't pass fail. Yeah. But that, that's one of the struggles I had was like, do you. Because people write formulaic songs for a reason because they're catchy and they. The, the structure is something that we're familiar with and we like. I think, well. I can't talk all minor, like I think the standard structure anyways. So. <laughs> I, I almost had a glimpse there. Oh, you almost <laughs> had a glimpse. Oh, oh man, no, nope, you really can't close. see that. <laughs> I kind of like how no one wants to pick the same we one yet. We haven't picked it. Yeah, I don't think there's on any crossover at this point, right? Zero. Which, Which I'm, I'm not, I'm actually not surprised because mm-hmm. her, I mean, her, cal- her, al- her catalog is six albums yeah. deep at this point, and it branches everything there's from straight there. country to straight pop. Yeah. Yeah, so my my number two, I doubt either of you have. 
this is why we can't have nice things. I do like that song though. I it's, don't know if it made by it definitely made by forty five. Top, okay. Um, initial. Yeah, made by initial top down. Yeah. Didn't make the secondary one. It's just the first time you listen to it. I listened to it through, and I was just like, "This is like, it's just a really really fun song." But when you when you listen to the lyrics, I think it's it's interesting because she's. She's talking about how she's just trying to, she's just trying to live her life. She's just trying to go on dates. She's just trying to make friends, but people are, people are hating on her. She can't seem to post anything. She can't even go out in public without people coming up with like some backstory that doesn't, it's not even true. So like when she, and she's saying this is why maybe she can't have nice things because people, people just go beyond like what it, what it actually means to her. And so I I just, I think it was, um, I just think it's really nice for her to, you know, talk about um, how like the public life views her. At least that's what that's what the song sounds like to me. Yeah. And how she's trying to avoid fake people, and she wants her real friends, and she feels bad for her family that has to listen to uh, people who don't like her, the haters. Yeah. Um, so I, and then the song is just pretty fun, and she does the talking thing again, which it's it's fun <laughs> I to love talk. It. It's fun to talk with her rather than sing <laughs> along with her. Yeah. Do, so, you, do you respond back? I do. I have a little conversation on my end. It's real quick before the next verse starts. <laughs> I want to answer her questions. No. I don't do that. Yeah. No, I, I remember when Reputation came out. Um, I was working on a weekend just after it had come out, and our editor was editing along the newscast, and um, I could hear me going, It gets in your head. Yeah. Catchy, really good, fun song. Yeah. yeah. Ugly. I like the catchy ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. No, I, I can go on to my next one here. Uh, number two. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that was dramatic. <laughs> dramatic reveals. Uh, Dear John. So, Dear John. Oh, oh I, I don't know if I'm getting a good reaction on that one. Uh, epic. Epic. <laughs> Power ballad. This, this is John Mayer, right? But yeah, uh, yeah. About John Mayer. Um, I, mean, I, was, I always I, forget that that happened. Yeah, that was a, that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, and the, the biggest thing, so that that really drives the core of this song is one of the most I think vulnerable parts of loving someone is the ability to be used. And she talks a lot about that song. You should have known when I was nineteen. Like mm-hmm. I was I was impressionable. I, I loved you. Um, I think it, it just soars. It's like it's equal parts soaring in terms of this message, and then also searing in terms of um, when you love someone, you give them a part of yourself, and that uh, there's a certain amount of responsibility that comes with that. Mm-hmm. So emotionally, it really it hits the right place. Musically, it's it's beautiful. The the dear John refrain is just gorgeous. Um, yeah, so relatable, good storytelling, and uh, soaring chorus. That's what, what more could you ask for in a song? <laughs> a soaring chorus. Oh my gosh. Dear John. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take him to start singing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to pull out Bill because I don't know how much a soundboard can handle. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so you cringed when I a said dear. Yeah, not my favorite. Song at all? I don't even think it made my forty-five. Got down. Oh my gosh! Insulting. So this well, is. What was from, your rating on it? Oh, my rating is a five out of five. 
So, <laughs> so or, or, or double five, so t- 10 out of 10. And, um, well, I think one thing I also noticed about this is, so my sister sings, and I play piano. Um, so a lot of songs in the Fearless catalog, we had the Fearless piano book. Mm. So I would play along, my sister would sing. So those, a lot of those have a special place. And my sister also sings Dear John very well. So I've heard it a lot. I'm very, yeah. So it's that sort of connection of having a, a history with the music that I think can also put it on high up on my list. I think for me, I don't think it has the power it needs for me to overcome the kind of slow pace of the song that I find. So it doesn't have the power to overcome that. Yeah, and it's a long one too. Like you're you're in for I think it, it surprised me when I actually looked it up. It's the song itself is am I saying it right? Is it is it like a six minute song? My number one is a long song. Yeah, I don't I can't look it up, but yeah, it is well it's a it's a story and you go you go through a lot in it. So um some of the, the lyrics, yeah, it goes on for a while. Um, which album is this? So this is um, Speak Now. Yeah. Which was surprising. Really? That's really that? That's on Speak Now? <laughs> I would have thought it was older. Yeah, same. I, I, I was thinking it was older. Speak, fearless. No, it's the, it's the fourth song on Speak Now. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It does It does have a classic switch. Well, you guys know my, my taste, but it's a <laughs> um, feel to it. Yeah, the lyrics video on YouTube is six and a half minutes. Wow. But it, it does move for me because she goes through the different steps of the relationship. Maybe I just um, haven't made it through the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't even think of how it goes. Do you want to? No, I'm going to sing it. Well, <laughs> I can't even. I I don't have. I don't have the the breathy Taylor Swift uh, <laughs> sound. I can't. Okay. I can't pull it off. Um, but yeah, that's right. it. That one has stuck in my heart. All right, everybody for number one. For number one, let's Two. let's change Joe. it up. I got you. Gonna Meg, what's your number one? I'm going first. You're going first on the number ones. I'm going first. All right. Uh, my number one song is "You Are in Love" from 1989. Mm, okay. Which clearly isn't meaning anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to you. Yeah, it's I'm not, trying to place uh, it. Obviously, it's not one of her popular ones. Yeah. Um, so the first time I heard this, it's interesting because when you listen to it, she's not saying her and some guy. She's saying you and some guy mm. as if she's singing to a couple. Which I think is a very interesting version of the song. Yeah. Um, and the first time I listened to it, I got through the whole song. And I mean, maybe, I don't know if this is just a girl thing. You guys can either, you know, say it too. But, um, you know, you, you hear a song and it like, you're just like, that's my life right now. And it just connects to you, which it might connect yeah. to a lot of people. But yeah, no, um, it. <laughs> yeah it does. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know if you, if you want to, if you want to read the lyrics, but the, the whole song um, it just makes me think about where I am in my relationship, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it just, um, I don't know, the whole thing is just very, very sweet, and she's just saying, your love with your best friend, and congratulations, because that's, like, the nicest thing that could happen to you. Oh. Yeah, so I, it just, it connects to me, 
um, every time I listen to it, I just like, I, in the car, it'll just be like, and then it'll just come on in my shop, I'm like, oh, here we go. And I just blast <laughs> it, and I just sit there like, you know, you just like, let it roll over you. Yeah. Um, it's probably safe to say uh, that I'm saving this for a special occasion in the near future. <laughs> I have already picked it. Uh, oh, interesting. Yes. I think the two of us can gather what that occasion is. Yes. Is the fourth person involved going to listen to this? Uh, I've already told him. <laughs> okay, okay. I've already told him. I had a couple of options, but if this one wasn't it, I think it would make me very sad. Uh-huh. So, And Jasmine had even texted me like randomly out of blue. She's like, have you heard this song? This needs to be that song. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I already picked it. <laughs> So the fact, the fact that someone else can listen to it and be like, well, that's that's true, yeah. So that just, it's just my favorite every time. I'm so excited now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I kind of, I almost wanted it to be a surprise because I feel like if the song had started and I looked over to you too, like you might be in tears. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> if I'm not going to be in tears already. Then yeah. yeah. So that that's that's why it's my number one. It's gonna be a great birthday party, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hanging in for the twenty sixth birthday party. It's Halloween this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Andrew, what's number one? Number Your closely guarded number one. Closely yes. guarded number one. The state secret that could not be revealed before this moment is going to be "You Belong oh. with Me." Oh. Yeah, no, that one was really close on the list. Oh, you belong with me. It's, yeah. uh, I think it harkens back to my number five. It just my favorite Taylor Swift is optimistic, mm-hmm. uh, unbridled joy, uh, unapologetically in yeah. love, and this has the added benefit of that boy next door, girl next door. Um, literally from the music video. Literally the best Did music. anyone else cry at the end of the music oh, video, or is that just me? I love the music video. I oh. just did. <laughs> okay, good. It's not just It's me. also where Taylor Swift was obviously robbed of a uh, Oscar for her performance <laughs> as both the good girl and the bad girl in the dark hair wig. If you remember the music video. Yeah, she's um, not a fan of that. Oh, man. That would put her one step closer to her ego. She's halfway there. She did. She got the Emmy. Yep. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. So it's just like, I just cannot play that song and not come away feeling absolutely joyful. Um, And and the music video, too. That that was one thing I struggled with, is do I include the music videos in my evaluation? A lot of mine don't have music videos. I think they... Two, uh, Two? The... Five and four, you know, but other than that, I don't have a music video to go with. So that that was with this one. I wasn't. I had to take myself away from the music video and, and just like listen to it and make sure I wasn't being influenced on that because it's 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 really well done. Yeah, know, it's yeah. You know, she gets to do the fun double casting thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, an anthem really. Uh, yeah. yeah, an anthem to unrequited love. A very a very good classic Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I did not nail either of my predictions for you guys. Um, okay. I want to I'm curious. Yeah. Um, I want to know. Um, well, I, I just had to guess on you because I didn't really know your taste. Um, and I would have, knowing now that you lean more towards her more recent stuff than her past stuff, I obviously yeah. would have picked something different. 
I picked Love Story for you, mm-hmm. uh, which I think you said was a near miss. Love, uh, love Story, yeah, it was in my top ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, I had 15 for you, so it was just a really, really threw it out there, 15. random guess. 15 was in my, in my top ten. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> I was just like I doing mean, it all I, for I enjoy it, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know your taste, so I'm kind of like, mm, I'm going to go with a big mm-hmm. hit to give me the largest chance of getting this correct. <laughs> Um, all right, so my number one yeah. is I feel the perfect encapsula- encapsulation of what I love off of the Red album, and that is All Too Well. Yes. Mm. Oh. When, did you see on Netflix when she did the acoustic version on that um, that concert on Netflix? Oh, the Netflix concert, and yeah. She did the acoustic I think version I was, of that. You and I talked about this, but I skipped through a lot of that. Oh, I, I stopped I watched on this. the whole thing twice. No <laughs> twice! <laughs> The whole thing twice. Yeah. I, yeah. I stopped on this song to like listen it to it. It is it's very good. Because um, when the album first came out, it wasn't, I think, initially one of my favorites. I loved I Knew You Were Trouble and some other mm-hmm. song off the album. But this has grown into, obviously, my favorite Taylor Swift song of all time. Um, when we were at the Red Tour, this was the most emotionally moved I was listening to a song. And it moved me almost to tears when she performed it at the Grammys later that year. Um uh, just the power and the emotion in her voice for the um, you called me up again just to break me like a promise so casually cruel in the name of being honest I'm a crumpled up piece of paper lying here because I remember it all too well mm-hmm. love it one of my favorite lyrics the way she sings and the power in her voice when she sings that yeah. um, it's also got beautiful little moments reminiscing about how they met um, looking at photo albums do you know what this thing. one is about? I didn't look it up. I try to stay away from that stuff. Yeah. I try not to, except yeah. for the fact that I happened to see that, uh, what was it, a mom, the moment I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you line it up with their 21st birthday, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is playing a fun guessing game of who she's singing about. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, because like a, a lot of her, some of her songs are based off of actual people, not, you know, just created scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that song. Powerful, moves me, encapsulates what I love about that album. That album is hands down my favorite album. There's not a skip on that album. I listen to that start to finish every time. No skips. Love it. Lyrically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. From like Speak Now into Red, that was like some lyrically she was really in that. Speak Now yeah. Sweet Spot. Yeah. I, don't, I, yeah, I think I, I don't realize how much I love speak now because I, I tend to lean more towards red and 89 uh, speak now is a banger yeah that's great <laughs> a banger that was my biggest my biggest surprise of going doing this run through of the of her, her canon was like i knew a lot of fearless because i had the piano book i knew a lot about red because we went to the tour and like that one got played a lot i had forgotten a lot of what uh, speak now and that yeah, yeah that's anyway, that that one for me i was going back over and like wow there's it's the same sort of thing. It's like not, on that one, there might not be a script for me and uh, speak now, but yeah, yeah. great, loved it. Good, good I'm sure there's much more Taylor Swift music to look forward to in the future. She has released a single, sure. Me, which uh, I really that, like. If that song had come out like a little bit ago, if it wasn't so fresh, that probably could have made my list because Brendan Yeah, Murray I think with time, oh, you're a big fan of Panic at the Disco is my favorite band. I was doing the same thing, I almost so put it as number five, but I was like, it's, so, it's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it grow. I want to see what the, what the album looks like. Yeah, yeah, so being a huge fan of both of them, and then they're just like together and it did. I, I think I gassed the first time I heard <laughs> they were together on a song. 
But if that's the new direction that she's going in, that sort yeah. of funky Panic at the Disco sound, like yeah. I, I'm, totally I'm really excited I'm on to see what an album like this sounds mm-hmm. like. So hopefully we get that in the near future, hopefully later this year. All right, that's it uh, for the first episode of The Laughcast. Uh, I think this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Andrew and Meg, for joining me on this one. I hope Thank, you for, uh, Thank I, you for having us. Yeah, I'm sure. We have a lot of things in common, so I'm sure I'll have you guys back. I've already got a potential idea for can the we coming do, weeks. Can we do a Marvel movie? Yes, I want. I, I know we're like a month and like a half out from, but I totally want to do Marvel and Endgame. So mm-hmm. get some people for that. I think we're seeing a movie tonight that I get some um, that I want to talk about. I, I don't know what movie we decided on actually. Oh, that's right. We haven't decided on a movie. We're either seeing decided. Detective Pikachu or, or Aladdin. Yes. <laughs> But if it's Aladdin, I want to talk about the Disney remakes and all okay. that versus the originals and whatnot. Sure, we'll have to wait till Lion King comes out. And... No, Lion King, yeah. yeah. We can do it on that, yeah. Or whatever. Okay, but uh, that's it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at... Uh, I don't know, I've changed my Twitter handle so many times. It'll be in the description. Um, keeping you in suspense. I'm not suspense. Stupidity. I'm keeping you in stupidity. I hope you guys join us next time. Peace.